0: Mana, 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 This is Social Disgusting. Welcome to Social Disgusting, a podcast where my guest and I discuss our lives amidst the wanton hellscape in which we find ourselves. I am Brandon, aka Brandon. I hope you're well. My guest is a comedian, artist, podcast host, and co-founder and artistic director of Mob Theatre Dublin, a creative collective with a mission. And her name quite literally means Ireland, which is where she currently resides. Please welcome Erin McGathy. Welcome.
1: Hello! Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. Thank you for coming on. I do uh, appreciate it. Yeah. Did I say it right, by the way? Mob or is it M-O-B? I didn't...
1: <laughs> it's, uh, I, I mean, I appreciate, like, the the hip-hop sounding uh, yeah. yeah. that M-O-B would be, but no, it's, uh, yeah, it is It is Mob. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's named after a a, a Yates quote, the oh, uh, nice. poet and playwright. Yeah.
0: That's cool. Yeah. So. I guess the um, fun, ever-loaded question, how are you?
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm doing all right. Before we started recording, I, I spilled Coke all over my couch, and I got COVID tested today. So, uh, I'm, I mean, all things considered, I'm actually doing great, I think. I feel... Oh, that's good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I I think... If I were in your position, yeah, I'd be spilling coke everywhere, probably just completely <laughs> discombobulated and confused yeah. and just like whatever. Yeah, oh shit. And Coke's I could say Coca
1: Cola. I definitely don't have enough money to spill uh, <laughs> cocaine all over my couch.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of cocaine in the in my yeah. in my head. It's just like you know dusty everywhere, but yeah, Coca Cola, Coca Cola. Fair enough. Yeah.
1: It seems like a weird, uh, a weird flex. Like, ah oh, man, last night I spilled a coke all over my couch. Like Jesus, like he must have a lot of, a lot of coke. He must have a lot of money. And he's like annoyed just that he has stuff on his couch, not, not that he lost the coke.
0: Yeah, it's just, it's just like just inadvertent. There's piles of coke everywhere. But then everybody's like, what? You really need to clean this. Like, no. Well, if I do, then that's a lot of money down the drain. But at the very least, you need a hobby. Like, yeah, that's. That's probably fair because this deviated substance's not doing me any good right now.
1: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure somewhere there's a there's a very unfortunate scene where someone has dropped a bunch of coke into their carpet and and they just go down to the rug when they're when they're needing and picking up.
0: <laughs> just clean lines all over the place, just straight lines of cleanliness. <laughs> uh, uh, I want you. You live in Dublin, which I do. First time of. Well, I think that I've spoken to anybody who, while they're in in Dublin at the very least. But, well, how, I guess, how is Dublin in general just, well, in general, but right now?
1: Mm, uh, hmm. Well, in general, it's great. Uh, I have, I have quite, I'll, I'll preface this by saying that I have quite a bit of, um, Survivor's guilt. As an American living over here at the moment, with everything that's that's happening back home, so yeah. it feels it feels like a bit a bit gauche to be like, oh my god, it's amazing. The culture is so <laughs> no. great. The people are so. I crazy.
0: have uh, COVID envy compared with you know what you're dealing with and what we are. Although yeah. you know it doesn't have to be this bad to put it lightly.
1: No, no, it really doesn't. I mean, the like I- in general. In general, it's great. Like um, I don't know, it's weird to like wrap up a city, but in a in like a statement. But <laughs> well, I it's an say, unfair like, question. So yeah, I don't. <laughs> I will describe it in four words: perfect community, beauty, <laughs> song, story. <laughs> um, uh, it's as an American living over here. It's um, it's clear. It's hard to not describe. Dublin just in the in the differences between Dublin and like major American cities or Los Angeles yeah where I live but um I'd say like in general it's there's I would wrap it up in one sentence and say that like and this is a huge generalization and this is not a very charismatic thing for me to say but I think like the major difference between Dublin and a major American city is that in major American cities, like uh, there's a lot of, there are a lot of conveniences, like, you know, you can go to Target and get everything. So like getting stuff is extremely convenient and Mm -hmm. making your apartment or house uh, very comfortable is super convenient, but culture is less convenient. Whereas it feels like culture is more convenient here and i already hate myself for saying that out loud but um i guess there's there's more of an emphasis on um more of an emphasis on like community and uh relationships with strangers in the city and stuff which is probably similar to like a smaller city in the u.s but
0: well it just i would just imagine that they've been around you know as i'm unfairly summing it up but dublin ireland europe been around exponentially longer, so they're much more evolved yeah. and probably just more confident and comfortable.
1: I guess. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, I I think I think that's true. I think also it's because America is built on this quote unquote dream that's very focused on the individual. Like, there's there's more of an emphasis on personal career success in the United States than there is over here. And so it just, uh, people just seem to worry about what other people think of them more here, but like not in a selfish way, but more in a like, well, I don't want to be an asshole. You know, like you'd never never leave a note on someone's car and being like, you know, hey bitch, stop double parking. You know, like that (laughs) wouldn't happen.
0: Well, it's uh, yeah, no, I. Well, first of all, good, but <laughs> second of all, it does seem like, yeah, that I, I think America is just we're a very uh young country, and there's a lot of artifice and superficiality, and and just that, that's why I, that I said confident with regard to Ireland, just in the sense that here we just feel like we are deeply insecure teenagers that are constantly overcompensating. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. It definitely feels that way. And of course, we were speaking so broadly. <laughs> yeah, <and laughs> yeah, I can
0: say all this stuff because I'm perfect and I know what I'm talking about. Question I mean, mark. Just,
1: Ireland is so much smaller than the United States, obviously. So like, yeah. especially in a crisis like this, it's, you know, I'm no government specialist. <laughs> That's what people are called, right? Government specialists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'd imagine like handling... Uh, the pandemic over here is a is is easier than it is over there but also we don't have trump obviously yeah
0: that helps so, that helps yeah. i think that i feel confident in saying that at least i think that helps <laughs> yeah. not having to deal with him yeah to your point like uh, obviously there's a lot of this population in general population density but i also suspect there's a a much more kind empathetic perspective of let's take care mm. of this now do right by people this is the smart thing to do as opposed to just a lot of people here are like angry because they're being told what to do even though that right. is uh the thing to do like I don't yeah it's confounding frankly
1: yeah well it's hard because everyone's so isolated so you yeah. can choose what you're listening to so you can just go bonkers in your house. I mean, there are still obnoxious people in Ireland, for sure. I mean, the, the thing with Ireland, like, is that Irish people love to hang out, and not being able to meet up with friends and not being able to go on holiday has been, like, a huge, huge thing over here. Like, the, this is a very European thing, but I'd say, like, one of the biggest upsets that I was so like kind of taken aback by was like but wait where are we going to go on our summer holidays like how could we yeah what is going to happen whereas i can't Im- like i i can't imagine that being like such a such a big like hot button topic like a nightly news in the u.s like but are we uh, really just going to stay in ireland for our holidays you know? yeah like
0: yeah it's not a topic on the news here because people are just like fuck it i'm going to florida so, right. yeah, it's it's a it's not a topic because they're too busy uh, drudging up, you know, uh, arbitrary, arbitrary like storylines because like they have right. to feed this machine. But uh, on top of that, people, yeah, are not even like blinking an eye when it comes to that. They're like, well, we had a condo, so we're going to the condo.
1: Right. I want to do this and I can. So I will. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I'm going to tut and I'm going to do it anyway. Good Lord. Yeah. It, just so much. It's an incredibly like short sighted short-term thought process Totally. Like, what you know, what is
1: it like in arkansas arkansas right now are you in little rock or are you in
0: i'm just outside of little rock so i just say little rock because it's it makes it a, a much bigger <laughs> shortcut it's like the one maybe the one place like people kind of know in arkansas i guess probably because of clinton if i had a guess but yeah. uh yeah i'm just outside of little rock so Kind of a suburb of a suburb, but like literally ten minutes away. But mm. it was it's storming, just was a minute ago, so it's kinda of gloomy and green, so possibly Ireland esque in
1: a way. Yeah. Yeah, it was storming here earlier, but now it's very sunny. The weather the weather changes very quickly here from like deep dark storm. This morning it was pouring rain and then now it's now there's sun. Just because it's a it's an island and it's in a <laughs> If I was smarter, I could name like the the current, but, but like it basically weather just passes over the, the island uh, very quickly.
0: Yeah. I definitely can't. I mean, I have no, I can't throw stones at that because for me, I'm so bad at any form of, first of all, geography, truly awful geography, <laughs> but I'm also bad at any kind of weather terminology to the point where mm-hmm. I took a geography class freshman year of college, and I took it because I'm like, I need a filler, and this seems easy enough. And then also part of the reason I did was because I was a pissant 18-year-old, and the professor was Professor Butts, and I thought that was funny, <laughs> so I took it. And interestingly enough, he has the absence of an ass. It was incredible. Wow. Like, really, yeah. I can't imagine that man's life. I get why... He became some kind of like authority on something to kind of take the power back, probably.
1: <laughs> right.
0: So we did geography, and the first half was like, "Oh, I can do that." And then the second half of the class was weather, and I mm. just ate shit big time. I don't know what it is, but I don't have it.
1: Well, like, what what were? Can I ask? Like, when it got to weather, was it was it just like terminology, or like the way, or was it more like weather in in different parts of the world? Or it was
0: that it was a lot of terminology and like barometric pressure and stuff like that. And okay. I, I think it was just that my eyes glazed over because I just found it incredibly boring. Not sure, yeah. you know, that which more power to anybody who's into that. But for me, it was just didn't hold my interest. And unfortunately, when I'm interested in something, I'm like interested and I can retain it and all that. Yeah. But if I'm not, I it's, it's a struggle. Sure. It really do, you, is.
1: Uh, do you have ADHD?
0: Not, not officially. I, sometimes I wonder, but uh, I think for the most part I'm pretty focused. I think I'm just—I uh, don't know. I, I think I'm undisciplined. Sure, I wasn't. Like...
1: I, I wasn't. I wasn't teasing you. I have ADHD, oh, no, no, no. so I, I, uh, I identify with like the if if something's not holding my interest, then it is impossible for me to stay focused which i experienced a lot in college like i had to retake a biology class over and over again because there was a lab attached to the class that was four mm-hmm. hours long and i would I would get my work done and then it was like no now you need to just like be here and i would lose my mind and just leave <laughs> and i would just leave in the middle of class and i was like i can't i feel like i will die if i stay in this class but i wasn't diagnosed <laughs> yeah. with adhd until like four years ago or something that's why i asked that <laughs> oh no and that like, makes oh. sense i
0: wouldn't no, I I would not be surprised if I do, quite frankly. But how has your life sure. been after you were diagnosed? Has that been transformative, or is it just?
1: Uh, it has. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, How's that been? Like it's been there. I've had a lot of I've had a lot of feelings about it lately, especially uh, because in the pandemic, one of the things that I've dealt with has been like my ADHD. Like I've been taking I've been taking uh, Ritalin for it for the last. Um, two and a half years. Mm -hmm. But like, medication only, only helps so much. And it's what, like, someone with an ADHD brain doesn't produce the same amount of dopamine as like a neurotypical brain. So that's why people diagnosed with ADHD get distracted easily. Because like, if we're not interested in something then our there's no part of our brains that that wants to do it you know like no, no. it's yeah like a like a normal brain where there'd be at least like some dopamine so <clears throat> the the medication allows you to focus but like i've had to i've had to change as everyone has i've had to like change the way that i do any sort of work in this time specifically like uh my work as the artistic director of this of this theater that we're growing and classes and everything else. So I've just been doing a lot of <laughs> research on my own yeah. brain because I've had some rough days and I realized I didn't totally understand it. But, uh, yeah, the, di- the diagnosis at first I was bummed out by because I felt like there was something wrong with me. Um, yeah. but, and I've always, I've always been very, um, <laughs> this sounds like a weird thing to say, but I've always been very capable and I've always like, like it, done all right, you know, but looking back at, you know, school and college and my twenties and, and things and like, and, and, feeling like identifying like, oh, this is, this is ADHD behavior that I did not realize was ADHD behavior and friends didn't realize, parents didn't realize, and There were just so many times when I was like, well, I guess I'm a bad person, you know, and (laughs) because, yeah, people with ADHD tend to and it's it's a it's a there's a spectrum for it, but um, it can make you act very impulsively just because of the, you know, the lack of dopamine makes you like things bore you unless you're very engaged with them. So just like in everyday life being uh, like a bigger risk taker, uh, that I, that I should have probably like Mm -hmm. impulsive, impulsive, like romantic behavior, you know, things like that. So, um, yeah, so it's, it's been, it's great understanding it now. And it's great understanding that it means that I have, that there are a lot of benefits to having ADHD as well, and Walt Disney had ADHD. That amazing, nice person, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, Michael Jordan, and uh, Richard Branson, and all these people. Um, so oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm rambling on, but no, no, yeah.
0: but it may it may sense too, and not you know i'm I'm not saying that i have no concept of whether i have it or not but i understand just getting intensely focused about something that you're interested in and you just i can imagine yeah it could be in in a it sounds so trite like a superpower in that you get intensely focused on the things you want so you deeply absorb that information yeah. and you know and and funnily enough maybe you're deeply absorbing that information about what it is the impetus that is causing you to deeply absorb <laughs> the information
1: yeah yeah exactly
0: I did want to ask you too, if they are, but how are Irish audiences different from American audiences?
1: Mm, Good question. Um, well, like theater, I mean, spe- like, I'll just speak about it, like Dublin audiences because they haven't performed like in the, oh, well, that's not true. I have, I was going to say I haven't performed like in the countryside of Dublin, but mm-hmm. in general, um, I think Irish audiences see more live performance than American audiences. Okay. so there's more of a I think I feel like there's more of like a like a language for it whereas um playing in in random cities in the U.S. or even in L.A. or New York like you'd run more into people like not I'm not talking about like specifically comedy theaters and stuff which have more comedy audiences Mm -hmm. but like less of a less of less of like an understanding of like oh okay i'm sitting here to watch a show as opposed to like i'm sitting here watching tv if that makes sense
0: yeah so it's it's less it's with i guess with irish audiences maybe to your point there's more of that vocabulary because it's they're not doing it as a treat as opposed to maybe you know it's it's something that they're more uh they're more used to Yeah, yeah,
1: I mean, like, that, yeah, I think, like, that's, that's on the positive end, and then, like, on the, on the negative end, uh, which can also sometimes be a positive, but, like, there's definitely, because Irish culture is very performative, like, playing music is a huge part of Irish culture, just, like, in people's homes, and telling stories is a huge part of Irish culture, and being funny is is a massive part of Irish culture uh, to the extent that like when I'm here in Ireland, it feels like when I'm talking to my comedy friends back Mm -hmm. home, like there's just like a shared understanding of things and people have like pretty dark senses of humor and and all that. So there definitely is, like, on the negative side, which is also kind of a positive, is that if you get up to perform, there's definitely, like, a okay, well, let's see what you're going to do because I could easily get up and do that, but I'm not because I don't have huh. notions yeah. about myself. But you seem to think that you're better than all of us, so this better be great. Oh, okay, you
0: know? yeah. So, yeah, it's it they're inherently funny, so it's like, oh, you... You better be that much funnier if you're going to justify doing this in front of us.
1: Yes. Also, like Irish audiences can get way rowdier than American audiences.
0: Yeah. I remember hearing of um, in England, I guess more specifically, but hearing comedians talk about how when you're in front of an English audience, it is a very interactive experience. (laughs) <laughs> like they will inform you you know if you're eating shit or they will talk back to you it's it's a very give and take you know it's not just in the US where it seems to be more the errant heckler it seems to be yeah. more audience participation unofficially
1: yeah yeah for sure yeah i will say like like english audiences are are way rowdier than irish audiences okay. and the culture is like the culture is much more different than I think most people realize and certainly a lot more different than I realized before I moved out here but um I've done the Edinburgh fringe four times and done loads of shows for English audiences even though Edinburgh is in Scotland most of the audience that comes to the festival is English and like you'll you'll just get like groups of usually men who are who have decided that they are going to make the night "Quote unquote fun for everybody by like interacting with the by making the your show. life a living hell." Yeah, yeah, but it's like part of the it's. I mean, it's like any kind of heckling where it could potentially like make your show. Yeah, and I think they're they're very aware of that at the Edinburgh Fringe because at the Edinburgh Fringe you do the same show twenty eight times. So sometimes, like if, if you're to have like a a heckler or someone come in drunk at two p.m. and interact with the show, it kind of mixes things up sometimes. But it's mostly terrible and it sucks.
0: <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I'm sure it's it, maybe it's its own way, kind of weirdly magical if it does work. Although, you know, to your <laughs> point, to your point, that's yes. uh, few and far between. To be continued. <laughs>